Spirits and, and witches. witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna. And we're your high priestess for this evening. And tonight we are joined by Dom 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 Space Daddy. Hi, Jarrell. Hi, how's it going? You're just totally branded as Space Daddy. I hope you've accepted it at <laughs> yeah, this point. Yeah, okay. it's fine. Sometimes it. people say Sky Daddy, but I'm like, it's Space Daddy. <laughs> 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 Gotta correct him on that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of our listeners like sent me um, this video once mm-hmm. about like the like the origin of the word Zeus and oh, basically yeah. how it means like sky daddy and he was like does that make Jarrell our Zeus oh my like, kind gosh. of kind of does I, I mean so. <laughs> some people are really into Zeus I think it's really cool I mean I think so I hope um you're not as rapey as he is oh n- but I mean most close. of the gods are pretty pretty rapey but you know yeah, a lot of them well I wouldn't say a lot but like there's definitely like the few that are yeah yeah for yeah. sure But, I mean, you've always blown my mind with your um, mythology. I was wondering today, like, because I went from Zeus to starting to think about Aries. Like, I don't know why my brain just (laughs) went there. And then I got mad about the fucking goat all over again. Or the ram. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, my brain just went a thousand. This is what happens when I'm not drinking. See? Oh, my gosh. That's funny. So, how's everyone been? I've been good. Not too bad. April was kind of... An interesting month. I mean, I've seen people like get really hit hard by the transits, especially that Mercury retrograde that started a little bit ago and the eclipse and the other. That's right. There's an eclipse too. Yeah. We're like in between them right now, right? Yeah. We're in between them right now. Yeah. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Eclipses. Well, I, I don't know if I've shared this with you. And um, I apologize, but I have decided that I am not acknowledging astrology right now. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what? Because I was thinking about it. I'm like, I feel like so much like there's so much negativity, like just in the world and just like stuff to stress about. And then you hear like this planet's being an asshole and this one's on its period and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, listen, I have enough with planet Earth. I'm not I'm just I'm ignoring you guys right now like I I can't like everyone else needs to hold on to their planetary panties um it's almost like a social experiment though because Mm -hmm. I'm like I know it's mercury retrograde and it's very mercury retrograde it is and I'm just like nope nope I refuse I refuse (laughs) to acknowledge you yeah I'll let you know how that's working out okay (laughs) yeah we'll we'll check in next month and see how she feels yeah yeah yeah, it's it's been like just depending on who you talk to, some people have had it like had a crazy month and some are just like, oh, just run of the mill, right? Cuz I mean, April wasn't like too heavy on a lot of transits and stuff like that, but the ones that were prominent were very prominent, especially for like half the people I know. You know what I mean? I mean, this particular eclipse season is interesting. It's also like uh, the last go that we'll have of the eclipses in the Taurus and Scorpio axis because they're moving into the axis of Aries and Libra now. Mm-hmm. So this last one was like a solar eclipse in Libra, right? It was a it was a full moon, right? 
And then, uh, or new moon. Solar eclipse is a new moon. And <laughs> so it's an Aries, actually. Oh, no, it's a, it was an eclipse in Aries. I'm like getting, I'm so like burned out by my day to day. I can't think straight. But okay, no, so it was a solar eclipse in Aries, this, this past eclipse. And now we're moving into the last eclipse, which is a lunar eclipse in Scorpio. And this is. After this, we're done with that axis, and then it's fully gonna the the next eclipse season, which will probably be in October. Um, that's gonna really be for the next year and a half, or actually at that point, the next year after that, because the eclipses um, move into the next axes um, within a year and a half. Hmm. So uh, we'll have the round of Aries and libra eclipses for a little bit until like the next year and yeah mm, okay so but we'll talk more about that in a bit but yeah we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it all right and um i'm just gonna state for all of us none of us are drinking alcohol tonight yeah. so if you're like wow you guys are like really off and you know it, it's because you would think that alcohol would dumb us down but apparently it's where we are finding our strength because none of us <laughs> none of us are here right now yeah yeah we're gonna get in on yeah. the roll again the the hot weather is coming in i'll be breaking out the gin and tonic and the margaritas and the, beer, and the, and the yeah. mojitos oh yeah. man actually Drilling. space daddy i i apologize <laughs> yeah. but next time we see you we need to do another chocolate cake shot oh yeah i tried to upload the video finally <laughs> and it left it on this huge cliffhanger for everyone on patreon it's like right when you guys were like putting the sugar on the lemon wedge and then that was it i'm like <gasps> oh no. then it cut off it cut off oh, no. so i'm trying to like find the original video but if i can't i'm gonna need to have you over for some liquid chocolate cake okay i'm i'm fine with doing a redo there we go all right that was a really good shot so it was right spoiler alert it was great we will uh (laughs) we'll get we'll get more interesting for you guys soon i have two different bottles of gin in my fridge monica can bring the tonic water we're gonna get this woman lit she'll be dancing on the table it's gonna be fantastic (laughs) there you go ready to rock all right, Space Daddy, lay it on us. What kind of planetary fuckery are we up to? All right. Well, first and foremost, happy birthday to all of you uh, Tauruses out there, um, as well as Geminis uh, at the end of May. Um, so we're definitely heading into that season. Um, so as we know, May kicks off with one of the biggest Sabbaths <laughs> that yeah. we celebrate. Beltane Yay. or May Day, and we're gonna dance around a maypole and jump the Beltane fires and play some drums play and some drink drums. some yeah. liquor. And there's gonna be a lot of fuckery going on that day. Monica's like, I'm getting dick down. <laughs> yeah, dick down. Dick, dick down. down. <laughs> dick down. Right. That's right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I will report. Trust oh, me. Oh my god, that's my favorite saying that I've taught Monica so dick far down. to get dick down. Say it again. Dick down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but yeah. So I mean, we know like as as witchy people, right? So Beltane definitely carries that energy of um, you know fertility and you know procreation and creation and all of that because you know when we celebrate the fertility or the fecundity of the land then you know um we're 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 prosperous and you know um 
fertile, I guess, in every way that that means. So it's really all about honoring the land and then receiving that, um, receiving that um, abundance back and that prosperity. So, and it's, it's a, I like Beltane because it's highly celebratory and it's just a lot of merrymaking and fun. It's just fun. Yeah. Lots of it's fun. It's a fun holiday. I feel like the other like really big one is Samhain, which is just so yeah. sorrow. So it's this like is so opposite. Yeah. So it's opposite. literally the opposite it's because the opposite. everyone in the other hemisphere right now is gearing up for their Samhain. Yeah. So yeah, it's totally opposite. Yeah. So this is also a time, I mean, may, maybe not as noticeable because it's like the light half-ish of the year, right? But like, you know, this is also another time when the veil is thin, so... You know, I, I've, I've heard people report that they, you know, have a lot of like supernatural interactions and stuff like that. And I, I think that's also common for this time, too. Mm-hmm. That's even. what I hear, too. Mm-hmm. It is. And it's actually I got to see this super cool video that someone sent over to the Green Man uh, Instagram oh, of really? their security footage caught in <gasps> orb that was like zooming around their living room and their dog barked at it. And I was what? like, oh, yeah, tis the season. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So, see, it doesn't just happen around Halloween, guys. It happens around now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, with that being said, you know, when we're celebrating, you know, prosperity and abundance, you know, it really is about being able to open up some time and space in our lives for all of those you know, new changes um, that we've been yearning for. You know, we've been having a lot of talk in previous episodes about like, okay, it's a time to like plan ahead so you can plant the seeds for what you want to like grow and cultivate. And so now we're in, you know, the middle of spring where things are starting to grow now, right? Uh So have you made room for those changes because it's coming now? And so that really is kind of the theme for May 2023. It's uh, this month is also like March. It's a very eventful month celestially. Um, there's a lot of things and it's a lot of big shifting, you know, but shifting in the way where like, you know, when you really pay attention to like the plants and the animals, you know, or even like children, they're just like, they grow so fast, Mm -hmm. you know, things grow like, like you feel like if you just stared at it, like nothing's happening, but you turn away for like a day or two and they're like bigger Mm. all of a sudden out of nowhere. Right. And that's kind of the energy that's happening this month. There's a lot of growth that's happening. So if you weren't prepared for that or (laughs) then it might catch you off guard a bit um but yeah so uh one of the key players for this month is jupiter and we all know jupiter big daddy in the sky that's right Yeah. (laughs) yeah so um this the main signification for jupiter jupiter's job is to expand Right. right to make things bigger to he, as the greater benefic you know he's the one unlike saturn who likes to say yes to everything you want that car yeah let's get it you know you want you want this job yeah let's let's make you shine brighter you know so he's all about expanding you know your light and your life so that you can actually live well but you know sometimes too much of a good thing is a thing you know what i mean if you have that parent that says yes to everything 
then you end up being spoiled rotten, right? Mm, so absolutely. that's that's one of the things you have to be careful with an excess of Jupiterian energy is, you know, getting to that point where you're starting to take things for granted and losing humility, right? So, but with that being said, like I said, as a key player for this month, what we're what we can definitely expect is a lot of shifting of energies toward the growth. So what do you think? Doesn't sound completely terrible. I mean, there are <laughs> definitely, like every month has its like pros and cons. This one definitely does. But, you know, when you're looking at the bigger picture, which is also of the nature of Jupiter, it really is changes that are going in the direction that, you know, you made for yourself if you planted the seeds like every responsibility you have to take for that you know just own up to it you know because it's coming now so mm, okay does that make sense so yeah let's do it so yeah so we start off with the month with actually a really interesting event may 1st uh we have a kazimi do you remember that kazimi. that term Yes, that's, I remember that term. That's when any planet goes into the heart of the sun. Because typically when you have a planet uh, that is within a certain range, in the same way where if you look at the sun and it's so bright you can't really see what's around it, any planet that is under the beams, quote unquote, under the beams, you can't really see what they're trying to do or like, you know, influence here on Earth. But when they're at the center of the sun, they are... Um, they're like super empowered you know to do their job but it's literally for a split second so the kazimi that we're going to be experiencing literally on may 1st you know is a mercury kazimi now here's the thing mercury it, his job is to help you express the things that you've always thought about and give it give those a, give those thought forms a form right you know it's one thing to think about something but you say it out loud and you give that thought form a Power. power you give it an expression right so words have power right so but it's about taking the things that you think and then giving it some kind of form and like physicality and tangibility if you say it out loud someone hears it and inspires somebody else right so think about that you have the the power of mercury to communicate and express your thoughts and then the sun super powering it so it can really be a thing right mm. that's what we're going with but here's the catch mercury is still in retrograde <laughs> yeah. so it is a mercury kazimi in retrograde so retrograde remember not always a bad thing i mean it just depends on how you end up experiencing it in this in that round but um the the whole point of any planetary retrograde is to, you know, observe all the re's, the re's, you know, revise, re, reevaluate, reflect, reflect. Right, exactly. It's it's really all about, you know, we live in such a society where we're pushing and pushing and going and going, but we never take the time to stop and just sit and breathe retrogrades are kind of like the universe's way of forcing you to do that so you can give yourself a mental break an emotional break you know like where you can kind of just like sit back for a moment look at how everything is going so you can reassess reevaluate you know and 
revise your plan of your plan or your approach to whatever it is that you've been striving for. So with that being said, Mercury retro, retrograde Kazemi is really all about making the best of the of that opportunity to really reflect on everything that you've been trying to grow and making decisions or a game plan for how you're going to continue cultivating the, those energies, right? So this is how the month starts. You know, and they say, if, you know, you can get an idea for how something is going to start. You get an idea for how it's going to end as well. And that's really the energy here for May. It's really all about like, this is not so much a month about, you know, rushing past like, you know, your competitors and pushing to the, you know, finish line. It's more about like, let's look at the big picture and see how we can cultivate good foundations for the long term. Okay. So I like it. Yeah, if you lean in if you lean into the energy of May, this should be a chill month because there are gonna be a lot of shifting. Um, one of the big things that's also coming up this week, uh, this week, <laughs> this month, um, let's see, literally four days later on May 5th, happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Right, right. <laughs> we actually have a really cool event. Uh, we have a full moon happening that day, and it's a full moon in Scorpio, but this is also the last round of eclipses, so it's a lunar eclipse. Um, and this is also going to be the last lunar eclipse in along the Taurus and Scorpio axis. So what's interesting about this lunar eclipse in Scorpio, uh, remember that last eclipse that we had in Scorpio in November of last year? This is the end of that cycle. So whatever started then... Whatever you know, you've paid attention to with that lunar, with that eclipse in Scorpio. This is where you see the um, the end of it. You know, the the ending of that cycle. So, because even eclipses, like they they don't just have their seasons; they're also the beginning and endings of cycles too, from mm-hmm. whatever axis that they start and end on. You know, so. Um, with that being said, this could be like a really cool one. I mean, the moon in Scorpio is also interesting because uh, most people wouldn't think this, but the moon is actually in detriment in that sign, or um, I should say in fall. If the moon finds her exaltation, like so she's having her birthday party in Taurus, on the opposite end of the spectrum in Scorpio, she actually doesn't have the best of dignity there. And the reason why is because the moon being like such an archetype for emotion and nurturing in Scorpio even though Scorpio is a very intuitive sign it's also very it can be very sharp and it can also be a a sign that harbors a lot of hiddenness (laughs) you know what I mean you know it's it's almost like you can almost expect because you know at the end of this eclipse cycle you know whatever's been bubbling underneath the surface if it hasn't surfaced it will resurface here scandals will come out you know like you know so 
if things haven't been addressed, this is where we're going to see it. But this kind of plays into like how we started this month with that, you know, Kazemi, you know, it's really about looking at the bigger picture. And this is the final pop of that balloon, you know, like what's the last thing that needs to be revealed so we can move forward in the things we want to grow. You know, so I think that could be really cool. I don't know if that's a situation that any of y'all are in, and I hope you're not because that could suck. But for everyone else, you know, it you know it, it really depends on what you make of it. You know, um, so yeah, I think that could be be a really fun, well, maybe not fun, but it could be. Um, it could a be really a positive thing. It yeah, could be a positive thing for sure. Might be more like. Um kind of like a tower moment like you gotta let a shit little bit. hit the fan a little bit but yeah. it ends up helping create the correct change right exactly or even like a hangman moment yeah you know what i mean so all about like being able to see something from that different perspective mm. or to see not just where the cracks in the foundation are but really just yeah being able to see something upside down and right side up mm. for that first time or again, <laughs> you know, so I think that's that's actually a pretty cool energy to work with. So if you're planning on doing anything magical, I would say don't. <laughs> I would say instead, like maybe um, do like a very intentional, like guided meditation or vision quest or journey. Uh, shadow work would be something really great for this time, you know, because, you know, after you party, you're going to kind of get you got to get yourself together and like refocus and this could be a really great opportunity for that so very cool yeah what do you think not too bad right not um, so bad so far so good okay. so far so good i mean like a lot of these things really could be taken into the context of like oh my gosh the world is against me but you know what we're in springtime and this is the time to kind of like shift toward a little bit of positivity you know covid is ending its reign things are opening up more we have to preserve a little bit of optimism especially when i said ding 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 this is uh, Jupiter's month, right? So, you know, let's reserve a little bit of optimism so we can lean into this very Jupiterian month, right? Um, so, uh, what we also have going on two days later on the 7th, um, we have Venus ingressing into Cancer. And this can actually be super cool. In the, you know, the past month or so, Venus has been in Gemini. And so the things that we value, the ways that we love and perceive money, and, you know, the way we um, probably even manage our resources and possessions, you know, has been very maybe abstract. We, th we were probably thinking about a lot of things, which is very Gemini, you know, thinking about this, thinking about that. What's the best way for this? What's the you know best way to follow through you know but now we're going into a place where venus now is going to be handling those significations in a very nurturing way going into cancer all about really like babying those things that um babying and nurturing um those thoughts and ideas um or those values you know what i mean so this is where we now get into a space collectively where we can start to nurture and like have that time and space if we make it you know to grow the things that we want correctly you know to nurture the things the way that we want to see them grow um 
and I think that's really beautiful. And she's going to be there for a month or so. Um, and then going into the rest of the month, and I think that's a really cool energy, um, especially with what's coming up. Then we start seeing um, Venus and Cancer almost leveling up a little bit by the 12th. She's going to go into a sextile with uh, Mercury, who's still in retrograde. Um, so what that means is anytime we have a sextile aspect uh, between planets, things are just easy. Okay. Good. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like, okay, so a trine aspect is when things are really easy and it's an automatic yes. You know, if we're going to talk about like, let's use the example of the lottery. A trine aspect would be like hands down winning the lottery. A sextile, which is what Venus is going into with Mercury, is kind of like, you know what, here's $100, so buy a bunch of tickets. So it's not a guaranteed win, but it's an opportunity that you can make the best of. You know, you didn't have to put out $100. It's like someone gave you that to buy more tickets. You know what I mean? Cool. So, and there's all, there's, there's possibility right. with right. a sextile. So when she's going into the sextile with Mercury, even though he's in retrograde, it's like, okay, so he's retrograding in Taurus. So it's all about all the things that you could think about and like reflecting on those things. And then Venus is being very nurturing right now. So you can kind of see how those two energies could play very well together. And it's really all about like encouraging the game planning. You know what I mean? But at the same time that this is happening, Venus is also making a trine to Saturn. Now, one thing that a lot of people don't, realizes that Venus and Saturn actually play really well together. Like you wouldn't think that because Saturn is the planet that says no to everything and puts boundaries and restrictions. And Venus is all about the things that you value, like love and money and stuff like that, right? But then when you think about love and money and the things that you value, those are the things that you always want to that you want to protect. Mm -hmm. You know, so they actually do play really well together in the sky, especially when they make a trine. So this is an energy that's all about game planning and how you protect the things that you've been growing. You know what I mean? So so a lot of really good energy here. So, um, and that's happening on May 12th. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of really good things in this month, but you can kind of see how there's a lot of shifting. You know, in like March and May, uh, sorry, March and April, you know, there was a lot of energy shifting, but it was almost like, let's redirect and let's push forward. Let's redirect and push forward. But now it's like we're on the trajectory. So now let's grow it. So we're almost changing modes here from like what we've been accustomed to. It, we, you know, we came from the pandemic where it was, you know, every everything was a no, not right now, maybe later to all of a sudden, like late last year into the beginning of this year to like everything's opening up and now it's the time to like move forward and do all the things well now we're on the trajectory and the mode is shifting to okay we got a good thing going let's figure out the best way to sustain it and this is the time that we're shifting into with may it's pretty cool huh yeah i like it so weirdly enough for whatever reason i feel like it's a really good time for everyone to kind of like journal like your yeah. progress and everything that's yeah. happening like I feel like with everything you're saying 
it's a good time to pay attention, yes. especially to your revelations that you're having. Yeah. So if you don't already journal or just jot down notes here and there, that maybe start. I think the the only con about all of this is if you hadn't been clear about your intentions in the past few months and you're kind of directionless, you're going to feel this month maybe like you're lost or left behind you know, kind of a thing. And that's where it's really going to suck, you know, for, for some of you, hopefully not, but like, you know, that, that might be an energy you're being challenged with is to get yourself in gear and catch up. You know what I mean? So I think that would be the only kind of detrimental energy some of you might find yourself in. Um, because you know, the, the world doesn't stop for anybody, <laughs> you know, exactly. the world doesn't stop. You gotta, you gotta keep with it. You know, unfortunately that's, that's how we go. That's how we do. Yeah. Um, but so far it's not too bad, but finally, finally in the middle of the month, May 14th at 8 16 PM. And this is Pacific standard time, um, at five degrees, we are finally going to have Mercury going direct. Yay. Yay. So all of this, like, you know, reflecting and, like, revisiting, reevaluating. Now we're in a period where we can start putting those plans into action. So I would definitely say for anyone who is a magical practitioner, start looking to, you know, create things or, like, um, Pull things toward you magically attract things towards you or you know whatever it is that you're trying to manifest um after the 14th of the month beginning of the month there's a lot of like really sit around and like reflect energy but midway through the month things start going direct um we even have uh, literally two days later and this is where we get the big jupiterian energy we have jupiter going into taurus now this is huge because remember Jupiter is a very slow moving planet and only goes into a sign and stays when, whenever Jupiter ingresses into a new sign, he stays there for a year. Mm. You know what I mean? So this is the energy basically from May 16th until next year, like the rest of the year, he's going to be in Taurus. Now, here's the thing. Does Jupiter like being in Taurus? He's 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 OK in Taurus. He's not, you know, at home he's not exalted there but he's not in detriment and he's not um in fall either he's not debilitated there so he can actually make some nice progress slow progress <laughs> and the reason i say slow is because jupiter's job is to what expand right but taurus is an earth sign that is slow moving you know what I mean? So it's all about, and, and Taurus is an amazing sign because it's solid, like a rock or a mountain. You know what I mean? It's it's a sign that is fixed. It's the middle of spring. It doesn't like to move, which is why Tauruses get that bad rap of being stubborn. But at the same time, that stubbornness is also what allows um, for the energy of sustenance. You know, being able to sustain and endure, you know, because there's solid foundation. You know, Taurus is a very practical sign. So when you have Jupiter there, it's all about looking at 
how you can expand in a very practical way that is sustainable. You know what I mean? It might be slow moving, but it's going to be solid. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And this is the energy we're now shifting into. We're going from Jupiter and Aries, where Jupiter is very much like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, it's kind of like, you know, uh, I don't know, cannonballs on crack or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, he's very much that energy, like expand all the things, but this way. <laughs> you know, where now he's going into a sign that's very much like, let's be calm and let's be like an open field that has like, you know, all of the flowers and all of the nature supporting everything you know what I mean so it's it's very much almost like a brush of breath of fresh air mm. after just being running on all cylinders you know mm. for the whole of last year um so this this is actually really nice energy that actually ties well into what was foreshadowed before from the beginning of the the month right so Jupiter also um the next day on the 17th goes into a square now this is not necessarily a great aspect but goes into a square with pluto um so whenever you have a square aspect that means that it's not a complete no it just means that there's a roadblock so you have to start being creative now pluto is the planet as they say of transformation but i think it's transformation through crisis and desire mm. right um and so here's the thing Jupiter going into Taurus is now like, well, let's look at all the things that we can grow, but let's really look at everything. Let's really look at everything. We have Pluto and Aquarius. Aquarius is all about, you know, what can we fix as a thought form? Like, what are the ideals, really? What are the concepts, really? And if they're abstract concepts, how can we make them logical, practical, and not just a fantasy? Do you know what I mean? And so now Jupiter is being pitted with this challenge. Jupiter wants to expand everything in a very realistic and practical way, but he can't just do it unless he understands the mechanics and the mechanism and the way things are going to actually work. So that's really all that is when, you know, just because there's a square in opposition doesn't really mean that it's bad. It's just a hard look at reality. Like, how is this actually going to work? So you can kind of see the energy that he's going into now is how are we going to make our dreams a reality? That's really the epitome of what this square is about how are you now going to make your dreams an actual reality not too bad right not too too bad i think that's actually really positive because i feel <clears throat> first off i love that i'm like i'm no longer acknowledging astrology because it's super negative and now you're like hey i have a bunch of great news actually yeah so um no, I think that's great because, you know, recently, well, really, I kind of think since 2020, everyone's just been kind of slammed with all sorts of stuff, like in their personal lives globally, like it's been go, 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 crisis, 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 like let's yeah. put out the fire. And now I feel like during that time, though, we are all kind of still in our own la la land, mm -hmm. dreaming of something better, dreaming of something nicer. And it, it kind of sounds like what you're saying is that time's really coming where we get to make those dreams a reality. We've put out all the fires and now we can actually 
start really manifesting what we've all been dreaming yeah. about. That's awesome. Yeah, especially, you know, even just looking at how things are today, things are really starting to open up again, you know, like we're able to like go to all the places even if you don't want to think more things are more available online now too you know what i mean so it's almost like we have access almost everywhere more than we did before you know i remember pre-pandemic like we could always order something online sure you know but but it's like now we because now you of the can order groceries on your phone now you can order groceries on your phone like it's crazy like we've been able to expand in so many ways that are actually practical you know and now these are like how we're gonna actually move forward with all of those changes that have been you know adapted but really moving forward like how we can adopt or adapt everything into like this new trajectory you know so i think that's actually pretty cool two days after this um square between jupiter and pluto though on the 19th another big event super neat we have the moon going into taurus and this is a new moon like if there was a day to do manifesting magic it's this day because we have the moon in Taurus where she's exalted. Like I always say, if you want to do magic with the moon, do it while she's in cancer or Taurus, because that's where she shines the brightest and it's a new moon. And finally we're over this Taurus, um, Scorpio eclipse, you know, axis. And we actually get a new moon in Taurus. That's not going to suck. Like this is how the moon always wanted to shine in Taurus or Cancer, but we get a new moon in Taurus. So if you want to do magic that manifests something to plant the seed for something that will grow, especially with where Jupiter is right now, this is the one. This is going to be a very magical moon for anyone that wants to work it. The new moon happens at 8.53 in the morning a.m., <laughs> which is kind of weird. That's just the exact time that it goes full. But, you know, if you're working it either that night or the night before, you're still working with that full moon energy, you mm-hmm. know. But it's around that time, the 19th. Um, full or new? New moon. New. New oh, moon. sorry. New moon. New moon. Thank you for correcting me. I, again, I'm, I'm kind of... <laughs> I'm kind of brain dead. Uh, but I think I'm doing okay, considering... Yes. <laughs> So we're almost there. We're almost there. Another really cool thing literally happening the next day after the new moon on May 20th. uh, We have Mars finally getting out of cancer. Mars hates being in cancer. (laughs) Hates it. You know, I think I talked about Mars being in cancer and it's like, you know, we think of Mars as like the warrior that like goes into battle with like a shield and a sword and cancer. You're giving him a baby and an apron, (laughs) you know, so it's like he has to fight this battle through being nurturing. That's weird. You know, he'll do it. Yeah, he'll do it. It's kind of soccer mom energy. You know what I mean? (laughs) But like, but it's it's not exactly how he planned on fighting, you know. Um, So he's finally getting out of cancer on the 20th and ingressing into Leo where he can really shine. And, you know, Mars and Leo is a little flamboyant. (laughs) You know, it's really all about the bells and whistles. I'm going to fight this war. I'm going to fight this battle and I'm going to win and be, you know, triumphant. But there better be trumpets. <laughs> I want and to, yeah. I'm going to arrive on a chariot pulled by like griffins and dragons and phoenixes. <laughs> yeah. 
Not either or all of them, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm just so. like, damn, I wonder if they play well together. You know, I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> but but we have a very uh uh very fiery and passionate um mars coming up so if you've done that magic literally the night before you can continue on w- with this different kind of energy with mars that's all about like you know what if you want to you know um extend the, the the magical working now you can do workings for confidence you know or like you know and you know something that will help boost encouragement or courage even valor you know and also with this ingress of mars uh, going into leo the first thing that happens as he steps into that position is he makes a direct opposition to pluto who's in retrograde right now um and remember we were talking about um Pluto being in retrograde, sorry, not uh, Pluto being the planet of uh, transformation. Oh, that's what we were talking about. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Uh, Like, um, uh, sorry. Um, just keep keep going. Just keep going. This is what happens when you record during Mercury retrograde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Um, actually, let's move on to the to the next day. Yeah, let's do that. So. On May 21st, um, the sun, after all of this, um, the sun goes into Gemini. Um, And so happy birthday to all you Geminis out there. This is uh, the part of the month where it becomes yours. Uh, Gemini, again, is a really fun, creative energy. It's a very dynamic energy that's... um, really all about you know how can we think about things in new ways and how can we move forward with all of these new ideas um so it's it's a very logically minded um sign or archetype or energy um but as the sun ingresses into gemini um and this is kind of the pattern like for this month too every time a planet enters a new sign they're met with something right so in this case the sun going into gemini uh is going into a sextile with mars and remember we were talking about how mars likes to be flamboyant in in leo now the sun is going into this very dynamic creative and logical sign and is going to have an easy relationship to an access to mars's encouraging boosting energy so definitely a dynamic way forward with everything that we've been thinking about and cultivating and nurturing with this very jupiterian energy this month um the other thing that's also going to happen the next day on the 22nd is mars is going to be making a square to jupiter um in taurus and again just because it's a roadblock or a square doesn't necessarily mean it's bad but what it does mean though is that all the things that we could potentially expand with um in a very practical grounded sense is also met with the the challenge of how do we create something foundational and sustainable but move forward in a very expansive or rather explosive and dynamic way. You know what I mean? Because 
the thing is the planets they want to be able to do their jobs they want to do it well but the way they interact and relate to the other planets as they're doing it um almost forces them into a sort of cooperation and the trines and sextiles are just a very easy cooperation whereas the um the squares and the oppositions are really more like going into the board meeting <laughs> you know and we got to figure out like how are we going to actually do this though what are all the things that we have to think about so we have two planets that are not necessarily in a sign that they're exalted in or that they are um, at home in but they're in signs that they can definitely work well in and they're trying to figure out a way forward as we go into uh, the end of the month on the on May 28th the last big transit we have the Sun squaring Saturn so this is where we end the month with the way we shine being met with how we're gonna move forward with boundaries restrictions um, in a Piscean way which is intuitively emotionally connected you know so this is kind of bringing full full circle to how we started with the Kazemi and like being able to supercharge and superpower you know our perspective of the bigger picture to now how are we going to shift into the next month and see where we need to create solid boundaries with everything that we've cultivated throughout the month but now taking it to that next level where we're being um where we're bringing awareness to how to our emotional connection to what we're cultivating i like it you know so 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 you can see how may has a lot of big shifts in it good ones too they're they're good ones and you know the thing is it's very easy to look at this look at this month and be like oh my gosh this is gonna be terrible you know and you could definitely but you know I, i i always truly believe that with every challenge is an opportunity you know to look at things in a different way and i think definitely this month if you lean into it in a very aware intentional and expansive perspective you can actually do a lot of good for yourself and for each other in this month so very cool it sounds very foundational yeah yeah definitely is i like it i like i'm not partaking but (laughs) but (laughs) i like it no this this does it sounds really positive positive and i think what a lot of people need especially after like the shit show that was april Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah well thank you so much as always for coming in and sharing all of your wonderful wisdom and knowledge with us because it's definitely one of the highlights of the month for a lot of people so thank you yeah yes thank you very much Darrell. yeah we love you guys we love you oh thank you love you guys too and now i'm gonna put you in the hot seat who's your your shout out oh gosh um you know i just wrapped up a a class on shamanism at the green man store and you know i have a lot of you know students but like i have one that particularly listens to this show scott uh so scott this one's for you shout out to you you did incredibly well in class and um Thanks for supporting my friends here in Wine, Spirits, and Witches. Shout out to Scott. Thank you. And while we're shouting out, Jarell, you have another shamanism class coming up in the yeah. month of May. Yeah. When is it coming up? Uh, and what is it? Oh, gosh. What, what, I think it's May 4th. 
There's a bunch of classes jumping off between May 4th yeah. and May 10th. But can you tell us a little bit about the class this week? All of you guys that like want to get to know Space <laughs> Daddy or pick his brain more, like he's a fantastic teacher. Go take. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I keep beating up my table. Don't listen to that. Go take his classes. <laughs> yeah. So um, outside of astrology, I also um, am a shamanic practitioner, like just as, as my own personal practice. But, you know, I also am a big um I'm really big on teaching what I know because I feel like, you know, my knowledge could definitely help a lot of people. So I I teach shamanism, which is um, a nature-based form of spiritual perspective and practice uh, where you learn how to connect to all of the spirits that are around you. And we're not necessarily just talking about ghosts, but, you know, the rocks, the trees, the sky, the sun, but even, you know, the quote-unquote man-made things like a car or a um, a teddy bear how many of you have had a huge conversation with your car lately (laughs) you know like or arguments so it's looking at everything um as having a spiritual nature and being able to relate and connect to everything that's around you to improve and manifest great things in your life so the class coming up um in may for six weeks is shamanism and personal healing and this is um i mean the my series essentially is like 18 weeks long but i break it up into three sets Mm -hmm. and so this is essentially part two but the way that i format my class you don't necessarily have to take it from the beginning i list every class topic because every class is its own topic and you can hop around from classic class or just take one um and uh this particular series this part two shamanism and personal healing is all about how do we take um these concepts of animism and apply it to our own personal healing so we actually address you know um ancestral work shadow work um soul healing in this class and it could be very foundational for just you know the your own perspective on how you interact with your own spirit very good and this is going to be at the Green Man Store, and it starts May 4th, and it goes on every Thursday till June 8th at 7.30 p.m., and this is an in-person-only class, correct? It's an in-person, yeah. So for all of you guys local to Los Angeles, I encourage you to go check it out. Come spend some uh, face to FaceTime with Space Daddy, and you guys can RSVP at thegreenmanstore.com. Go check out the calendar of events uh, and sign up. Yeah. Monica, who's your shout-out? Well, since it's Taurus season, I have to shout out to my friend Maricel. It's her birthday coming up. And so happy birthday, queer. Happy birthday, Maricel. <laughs> happy birthday. My shout out is to Eugene, who is one of our uh, uh, Patreon coven members. And I've always meant to. It's one of those things like I poor Eugene. I'm sorry. You've, you've slipped to the back of my shout out list for a while, which sucks. But here we are. And uh you were the one that let me know that we needed to redo our chocolate cake shot video and he did it in such a nice way he's like i'm ready for part two the suspense is killing me i'm like i saw the (laughs) comment i'm like what suspense what happened so shout out to you thank you for being here listening to us and supporting us and just being part of the family that's right (laughs) that's right (laughs) yeah all right and on that note marry meet marry part and and marry meet meet again. again